0: All right, Kyler Staley, Dominic Neely jumping in now. We are going to be recording this session. We're about a half hour before the state tournament draw. And then we were going to be, by the time you hear this, we already have been live streaming the state tournament draw with real-time reaction. And I don't know. We'll see if anybody pops in the room. I don't – the more I think about it, the more I wonder who's going to be in there. I mean, they'll probably already be – they'll probably be watching it on TV, right? (laughs) (laughs) may not have been the best idea, but we'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right, best game, best team, best player performance. Let's bang this out. We got 30 minutes-ish before the draw starts, so we want to be hot and ready to go. Dominique, what was the best game you saw this week?
1: Uh, I think it was the Friday night uh, SAC champion now, Wayne Generals. They beat um, Concordia. Um big time crowd Friday night and it was it was a good game. It was close all the way through. Concordia at Wayne, led most at
0: Wayne or at Concordia?
1: At Wayne. Okay. And big crowd. Um Concordia led pretty much uh most of the game until the fourth. And um Wayne was a little too much in the fourth. Uh, Trey Dillard or Henry Dillard, H.J. Dillard or whatever you want to call him had a had a uh, Good fourth quarter, rebounded it really well, scored at the rim, had a big N one towards the end of the end of the game. Javon Lewis was good as always. Uh Chase Barnes had a good first half. Monty Smith was good. So it came all the way down to Johnny Washington. Had a three to tie it at the at the uh at the end, missed it. They got an offensive rebound. David Speckard got a chance to tie it. He missed it short. And Wayne won and stormed the court and won the SAC. More court, court storming.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Kyler, what was your well who, was was anybody tight to Wayne in this in the standings? Like if they would have lost, could they have relinquished the title?
1: Yeah, I think Homestead was right there. I'd have to look at it. But okay. I know Homestead was it was yeah, they needed to win that to win it. Okay. Kyler, what was your best game of the week?
2: Yeah, so was able to make it out to one game, watched the Watched a couple live streams on Friday. Saw Bloomington Beat. beat, Streams count
0: these days.
2: (laughs) They don't, streams don't count. No, they do count. Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't
0: really have any hardcore rules, but.
2: (laughs) So anyway, watch Bloomington North beat Columbus North. But I I think the best game uh, that I watched this week that I was at, uh, Fishers beating Lawrence North, going on the road, beating Lawrence North, 61 to 58. Mm -hmm. Um, That was a really fun game. Uh, You know, the headline of there, you got, you know, two of the best. 2025 guards going at each other with Xavier Robinson and Jalen Harrelson. Fun matchup. But I felt like, you know, for the most part, I don't think it was really a battle between those two as more of the supporting cast. Like mm-hmm. Tate Metzger um, had a great game, uh, 22 points. Uh, Brendan Miller for Lawrence North was really impressed with him. I mean, I know we've talked about him a little bit, but he's a 2026 power forward, already big size. But I mean, he was knocking down three after three. I think he had about four threes that game, but uh, you know, pretty back and forth. I think at one point Fishers kind of got the lead up to around nine, 10 maybe. Um, And then Lawrence North battled back, got it really close. Um, Never could really take the lead towards the end of the game. Um, Fishers just kind of, you know, held ground. Um, There was a stretch there for a little bit where uh, um, Fishers had to call back to back timeouts uh, because they were trying to get across half court and Lawrence North's defense was just, you know, really stingy there. Um, But, I mean, um, Xavier Robinson had a chance to win the game for Lawrence North. Um, Got a steal, missed the layup. Jalen Harrelson got the rebound and was able to seal it up. So, good win for Fishers. Uh, Just a really, really fun game between some young teams.
0: Did – I can't remember. Who who guarded Harrelson most of the time?
2: I think it wasn't Xavier Robinson. I can't think off the top of my head who it was. I'm going to have to look. Maybe Cunningham. I think so. Yeah. No, I think about he, he, he guarded him a lot. I will say Fisher did a great job of holding, of shutting down Kobe Bowles. Kobe Bowles was really a non-factor that game. Really interesting. Yeah.
0: Harrelson, did did he guard Bowles or Xavier or?
2: Uh, Harrelson. Honestly, he guarded a lot of. He, he guarded Brandon Miller. I remember he guarded Robinson. A lot of switch offs on Robinson. He did guard Bulls a little bit. They, he, I would say Harrelson kind of bounced around from guy to guy, um, for what I can remember.
0: I could see them putting Harrelson on Miller, thinking he would just end up switching onto Bowles or Robinson with some of the ball screen stuff they do. I don't know if that was. Part of the equation because, I mean, they don't run a ton of stuff for Miller, even you know he's just a freshman. But I I would been anxious to see how they attack that. But I I, my game I guess by default I mean as we'll as you'll find out as we work through our normal process here my the best game I had by default was Carmel versus Warren. Um, The other two games weren't particularly. Close and I and I could say that at one point I didn't know that Carmel Warren was going to be all that close. They were it's probably the worst half of basketball I've seen Carmel play and since Scott Hetty took over. So what is that? Close to twelve years, thirteen years, maybe thirteen seasons. Took over in two thousand ten. Um, they were they, they were lethargic. They were they were sloppy. Uh, they, nothing, nothing they did was sharp in the first half. They, they started to pick up a little bit and in, in, toward the end of the second quarter, but, but Warren central did a good job of, you know, either by, by preparation or just how they guard people. They did a good job of of jamming that reverse pass. I, I bet they had three live ball turnovers right there at the top of the key and Carmel gave them a lot. I mean, Carmel, it was deep into the second quarter before Carmel, had more made baskets than turnovers. And I, that would be I can't think of a time where it would have, where it would have been like that, you know, short of, you know, maybe a couple of possessions or two into a game, but I, I know they had 11 turnover. Well, I, I want to say, I know I, I felt like I was keeping track pretty well. I want to say they had 11 turnovers with like six minutes to go in the second quarter. And just, very unlikely unlike the way they play any game even even games where they they find it troubled you know troublesome to score um really which really for them is just them working for good shots and and some kids not not looking to get shots early in the game They, they tend to be a little freer in the second half um but you know it just was unusual. I mean, don't I mean, Warren Central did a good job. I mean, I don't did, I want to act like this is just all. I mean, Carmel, those two things can be true. But like Carmel could have played lethargic and, and lacking of focus, but Warren could have played really well as well. I mean, those both those can be true, and Warren did. I thought Hooks was, was fabulous in the first half. He was a presence on defense, scored in transition. Um, he moved the ball in the half court, he did a lot of nice things. Um, they I don't know that he scored much in the second half, um, and you know they just they shot the ball well in the first half, and as Carmel started to climb back in it, it you know you could see that the more Carmel relied on just pure motion. I mean, Carmel runs a lot of motion, but they also run a lot of entries into motion. In this game, the entries were kind of snuffed out a little bit, or didn't didn't get a whole lot. Didn't get a whole lot of production on the board this game, and and when they were running their motion, you know they were typically hard to guard, and they did it. They did a much better job in the second half. They climbed back in it, but they could just never get over the hump. Uh, it was, it, they got it within one possession, but I can't remember if they ever had the ball down one possession. So I don't know that the game was ever. I mean, depending on how a coach feels, sometimes I don't feel like a, a game like that is totally in jeopardy if you don't have the ball with a chance to tie it or score. it, I I think there may have been a couple times they did, but, but I I just don't remember um, ever feeling that way. So kudos to Warren Central. I mean, they had kids step up. Uh, I thought uh, Devin Holman was, was outstanding. He was physical. He was good defensively. Um, He hit a couple threes. Uh, They, they had contribution from uh, Cordell. Who's uh, I got to get Cordell's last name. And my phone's nowhere to be found. Um the, the kid okay, that don't. I liked the kid that I liked <laughs> earlier. Um uh, hold on a second here. The kid that I liked um earlier against Cathedral, uh, Cordell, 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 Cordell Edwards. He was out. I mean, he was just he was good this game too. And um, you know, they just they got pretty decent contribution. Uh, from from Tyler Horton, who was injured earlier in the year. And you know, just all in all it was a good game. Javon Guest played. He was he was physical, he was strong, he got some offensive rebounds. Uh, just the live turnovers was concerning. And the, the sort of the, the lethargicness that they had coming out was concerning. I don't I don't think it shakes my confidence for what will happen in March, you know, yay or nay. That that sectional is not gonna be easy. Uh, by any stretch of the imagination, they certainly can't play like that. But um, you know, they they at least responded in the second half, and it was you know they they looked like they were coming back to normal, but but just could never get over the hump. Best team, Dominique. Unless anybody has any questions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, North Central. Uh, they went. They beat Carroll yesterday uh yesterday evening 5:30 start at carol um super balanced man they uh they had a lot of of guys score you know Jackson Bell um led them with 21 you know uh, Poppy Rivera had 13 Joey Brown had 11 Mason Lewis had 11 they had another kid that was right around 8 or 9 so they just have a lot of balance and i thought they really made carol right out the gate they really made carol uncomfortable uh, with their athleticism, their strength, their speed. Uh, Carroll did settle down in the second quarter. Cannon, Cannon Hauser started, uh, playing well. And then Draylen Truesdale for Carroll was starting in the middle of the year, but now he's off the bench again for some reason. I, I have no idea why, but in the second quarter he, he started getting in a groove and really bringing Carroll back into it. And, um, but overall, yeah, North Central was really good. A lot of guys who were making shots from the perimeter, turning guys over, inside. You know, they just they were, they were really good on Saturday.
0: So I don't think Truesdale started against Car
1: against HSE. I don't think he was starting then either. I think the first game he started, I think was against Lures potentially, okay. and then that next night, me and Zach were at that New Haven game, and he started had twenty was their best player that night. And then after that, he started a couple of games, and then I noticed—I don't know, maybe a week or two ago—he was off the bench again. Cool. I mean, they got—they've
0: got some nice options. I mean, and and they're all young. They've only got two seniors. I don't even know if either one of them play much.
1: Yeah, um, one 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 does. He one starts, um, but I would say he's probably their fifth best starter Sinish is it Sinish si- Sinish Andrew Sinish, 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 okay. Sinish and then Charlie Rudolph off the bench is a, a really good shooter for him off the bench okay. but but yeah they'll they'll have a lot back.
0: Yeah the HSC game was the around here they have they were, we were going to get that big snow so they didn't they just started it right away. They they didn't That's right. They had a, a, a boys girls doubleheader and they didn't even, they once the JV game or once the girls game was over, they went ahead and started the game instead of like so it was like a half hour early. I got there midway through the first quarter, so I didn't even get a chance to see who started for them. All right, Kyler, who was the best team?
2: Yeah, I'm going to give it to Fishers. Um, honestly, going into that Lawrence North game, uh, I didn't really give them much hope just because they just had such an up and down year this year, and I just thought on paper Lawrence North just had more of the you know more talent um going in but man they really impressed me uh and you know this week they, they they beat Lawrence North and they beat Zionsville um you know two two tough games uh they got some big wins this week I think they're building a little bit of momentum going in um you know back to that Lawrence North game you know it wasn't just Jalen Harrelson I mean it was uh Taden Metzger um I'll get to him a little bit more you know down the road but I mean this was like this is like one of the best games I saw him play. I mean, knocking down three after three. But, uh, you know, Jalen Harrelson, you know, he's the guy. He made, he made some winning plays down the stretch. Um, I thought there were some really good moments from James Stacy as well. Um, good defensive plays from him. Um, he didn't play a whole lot, but when he was in, he made some plays. But, uh, you know, just a really good week for Fishers. Uh, you know, right before sectional time, it looks like they're building a little bit of momentum.
0: Mine is Oak Hill. In a large part for what they did to Tipton, uh, they, I mean, they bullied them, uh, plain and simple. They uh, sixty six to forty nine. I don't know if the game was that close. It it got got to a point where, um, it got to a point where you know they were ahead at one point by twenty two, and Beagle Landon Beagle was was outstanding as normal, and he was, I mean, just was hitting shots from just about every angle. He broke his fourth point of the game. He broke O'Kills' all-time scoring record, passing Jared O'Dell. It's kind of weird when he stepped up to shoot free throws, and hit a three, then he got fouled, and everybody started standing up. And I, and I knew that that's one of the. I, mean, I it's one of the reasons why I was there. I mean, I, he was going to break the record against Tipton. He was going to break the record. Plus, was that Tipton? I I'd typically go to watch them play at least once or twice a year anyway. Um, and but I was trying to figure out why the heck everybody was standing up. and I was like, Oh, yeah, he's gonna break a record here if he hits his free throw and he didn't, doesn't miss a lot of free throws. So, uh, Oak was, I mean, they just they've got they've got two kids. They got the crawl kid who can score off the dribble at 6'4, they've got Beagle who's 6'5 who can score off the dribble against you know smaller opponents, and, and then they've got um, they've got their 6'7 junior. Who started to come on pretty well for them last year, um, and got to get his name here. I'm not used to looking at things on my iPad. Ty Fagan. Uh, Ty Fagan was um, was just a physical kid. He offensive rebound. He kept things alive. Hill uh, does a nice job of back tapping offensive rebounds, which leads then to additional you know possessions, additional baskets. And you know that's he's he's a guy that does that. Beagle does that. call all three of those guys do that. And you know they're definitely going to be a presence at three A. I still think Tipton's going to be a presence at two A. But surprised at how soft they are outside of Carpenter, and that will be that's going to be an issue for them going forward. I mean Carpenter is by far the most physical player. He's their best defender. He had to guard Beagle uh, when they when they switched up and they put. Uh, Quigley, uh, one of the guys off the bench, on him. Uh, I mean, Landon had a good game, no matter who was guarding him. But he had to work against Carpenter, against against Quigley. He just he bullied him. And Quigley's about six feet tall, and there's no way he was going to be able to guard Landon. And you know, Carpenter was the most effective. But when Carpenter's out on the perimeter, there's nobody to protect the basket. You know, and so that was kind of a feast there for Crawl and and the and the Fagan kid too. So, the you know, O'Kill. Pushed a lot of right buttons that game, and I don't know that they expected to go into Tipton and blow them out, but they did. Tough, uh, a... tough,
1: tough sectional for Oak Hill.
0: Yeah, it is. It's, um, I mean, that's Norwell, right?
1: Norwell, Peru's in there. McConaughey was in there. Kyler um, already
0: declared that over, right? We uh, go yeah.
1: Oh yeah, Sorry, Kyler, I'm bringing that up. <laughs> it's
2: over.
0: Um, it's Kyler, Kyler declared them. A, a winner already.
2: Yeah. It's a wrap already. McConaqua. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, that's probably one of the toughest
2: three A sectionals there is.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Oak Hill chain sectionals or, or, or what? No, I don't know if they did. I don't know, but that, yeah, that's so. definitely not, not uh, the wrap we thought it would be. I mean, I think Norwell, well, we'll get to that.
1: Yeah. Again. But,
0: Dominique, best player,
1: performance? Going with uh, – we, we talk about winning matters, but I'm going against it today. Oh, Cannon Hauser, Yeah. Houser, yeah. Uh, last night had 27 on North Central, and he was just in a mode where I was sitting in the North Central – with the uh, North Central uh, side, with their fans, and it just got to a point where every time he rose up and shot one, everyone's just like, oh. You know, it's like going in, like, you know, just a bunch of sighs from the crowds, like – he's in one of those zones and he just kept hitting from the corner, um, from three and he had a couple pull-ups, but he was, you know, able to drive and get to the rim as well and create for himself and a couple times for some other guy, other, other shooters as well. Um, but yeah, he, he was really good on, uh, on Saturday, Jackson pardon was struggled for them. Uh, he usually, I think he might be the leading scorer. They don't put their stats up, but, um, he only had four points. I think he I don't know. I don't think he scored in the first half. Um, but Hauser definitely was uh was really good for Carroll and and uh player of the week. Nice. Kyler.
2: Yeah, like I said, I I give it to Taden Metzger. Uh 22 points. I mean, probably the best game I've watched him play, especially this year. Um, you know, I, I feel like there's been times this year he's just been really cold um for Fishers, but he he went off against Lawrence North, and you know Lawrence North kind of made the bold decision of not you know face guarding him a whole lot, um, you know. And Fisher's did a good job of working plays to get him you know looks. Um, I, I don't know how many threes he hit, but I would say it's probably up maybe maybe four maybe four threes. But uh, I mean he was aggressive. I mean his shot fake was great. Um, a couple pull up jumpers would drive to the lane. I thought he was active on defense, but. Um, just really impressed by him, uh, you know, stepping up when Fishers really needed him to. And I just think like, he was the player of the game there.
0: Mine was Dylan Moles. And, you know, like I said earlier, the Carmel Warren game was the best game by default because Oak Hill really handled – tipped pretty easily. And, and Greenfield, even though they didn't play great in the first half, they, they really kind of toyed with Martinsville. You know most most of the game uh moles was complete I mean so that they had six seniors and he didn't start on like he pulled himself out of the starting lineup so both of the kids who don't play a lot got a chance to start so that was that was kind of a nice thing for him to do now it lasted all of maybe two possessions <laughs> when uh coach Meredith got him and Brandon Mullins in the game but you know, it was still you know he, he and he still once he came in he, he scored right away he ended up with 28 he could have had more he, he was really trying to get other guys involved which is kind of his mo i think there's still some times where he passes up shots those are things that i whisper in his ear constantly i would i know that i know that meredith agrees so it's not like i'm speaking out of turn or, or speaking against anything i'm not uh some crazy AAU coach telling him, shoot more, shoot more. Um, but he and Mullins work so well together. And, you know, he's he for them, they run a lot of sets. They, they run a lot of sets. Sometimes they'll reset mid-possession into a different set. And they, they have a lot of counteraction off, off their sets. They have a lot of diversionary stuff. I mean, they run a full-blown college-level type of an offense um, with, with the amount of options they have. Um, and he's in command of all of it and these guy he understands his reads that use drift pass a lot they hit they throw blind passes off flares and he's making all those decisions and he just toyed with Martinsville anytime he wanted the basket he could go get it and um, just shot the ball well from the perimeter and you know they are they did not play great in the first half uh, i know i alluded to that earlier uh, but you know, they anytime they they needed to get going, they they got to stop, they got to steal, they, they converted every opportunity they had in loose ball turnovers or live ball turnovers. Um, got him a little alley oop to Mullins. You know, Mullins is going to be a problem too. He's one of the best sophomores in the state, and that, that's a nice tandem. So, they're they're definitely getting ready for sectional. They got a tough game this week against Plainfield, and I think I'm going to be at, but. But, yeah, Dylan Moles' best player performance of the week. Really, it was a tight one between him and Beagle. I, I mean, really, the way – and Orem, you know, if I'm hedging, Orm was outstanding in the second half against Warren too. But but I, I would – I've done Sam a couple times. I'll stick with Dylan on this one. So, all right, let's see what our – got to do our locks, right? Oh, yeah.
1: Ooh, wow. We ready?
0: We're not ready for that, are we? We're not We're ready for that. that. We're throw, we're in disarray. Ooh. We're in disarray.
2: Uh, last week, Ooh. last regular season week, right?
0: This is the last. Yeah, this is the last regular season week. Well, we're I'll gonna get pick there pretty quick. We're here. gonna pick sectional winners. We got some time here. We got. We're gonna pick sectional winners. So our locks last week. Zach had Munster versus Lake Station, New Pal over Mount Vernon. I don't know how either one of those. I I know Munster beat up beat Lake Station. I think Mount Vernon beat New Pal, didn't they? <laughs> look. Look. I don't
1: know. <laughs> Nobody Let's knows. Let's look. I'll I'll know here in a second. Um, Dominique, uh, he had Pike no, over Vernon Southport. New Pal won. New Pal won. Northern. Yeah. Pike yeah. beat Southport.
0: Pike beat Southport.
1: Um, Who's one?
0: You had Zionsville over Fishers.
1: That did not happen.
0: Man, we had no faith in Fishers this week.
1: Kyler had L N <laughs> over Fishers.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: Fisher's just like, screw you guys.
2: Yep.
0: Uh, Kyler also had Bloomington North over Columbus North. I think that went pretty well.
2: Yeah, they, they won by four.
0: Um. I had Oak Hill over Tipton. I also had South Ripley <laughs> over Greensburg. I have no clue how that went. Let me check real quick. South Ripley did not beat Greensburg. They just lost by six, though. That's not bad. Um. And that's it as far as our locks. Kyle, you got your locks ready to roll?
2: Oh yeah, sure. Let's do it. All right. I'm gonna go Linton Stockton over Evansville Rights. And I'm gonna go with uh give me Culver Academy over Gary
1: Twenty First. Why not? Oh that's a good one. Good game. Dominique, got him. Uh, we'll find out uh, let's see I'll get Brownsburg on Tuesday at home against Center Grove oh that's a good one and then I'll I'll take Concordia at home they play Columbia City on Friday all right I'm going
0: Carmel over Brebuff. senior night Tuesday night And then, uh, let me pick a Thursday. Where am I going Thursday night? Well, I may not be going this game Thursday night, but I'm going to take Tipton over lapel. And why that matters is lapel thumped. Oak Hill and Oak Hill thump Tipton, so Tipton's
2: gonna
0: <laughs> gonna complete the round <laughs> robin. I don't
2: know,
1: I don't
0: know if they're gonna thump lapel, but they're gonna. That's my lock of the week. So, anybody uh, big games this week before we wrap up here?
2: I have no idea where I'm going. I'm not. Yeah, prepared.
0: <laughs> I got senior, yeah, I got senior week. I mean, I'm going to senior nights this week. I'm going to be at Carmel Tuesday. I may wander down the peak and on Friday. Um, I don't know how good South Central. Who's South Carmel playing on Tuesday? Brabuff. I might go to that Wednesday's one. Wednesday's Greenfield at Plainfield. That's going to be a good one. I'm not 100 sure I'm heading to that one, but Center Grove at Brownsburg would be a good one. That may be that may be your best game of the week.
2: What what day is that? Tuesday. <sighs> okay, I got some options then.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's there's some good games Tuesday night. There's definitely some good games Tuesday night. I mean, Wrights versus Linton Stockton is a good game. I mean, there's Fishers versus North Central. A lot of a lot of options. Concordia Homestead. A lot of options Tuesday night. And really, no games on, no games on Saturday this week. There's, well, unless you want Delphi versus Western Boone. <laughs> That's at two thirty. You know what? I could end up being at that damn game. Why not? Is it two thirty? So, all right, guys. Well, that's it. We're gonna we're gonna cut out here. We're gonna take a quick break, and then, well, I guess for the people listening to this, this is just the end of the show. Then we're gonna come. But you, the three of us, are gonna come back to the state tournament draw. Uh, Zach's in Nashville, Tennessee, watching women's soccer. Took his daughter down there to watch that. So, um, they they evidently have a a game tonight, a friendly, a friendly. <laughs> I think it's a friendly I don't think it's a qualifier.
1: On uh, TNT, I think. Is it really? Or it was. And I might well, be maybe over we'll now. see
0: Zach on TV. <laughs> I can tell now, isn't it? Because it wasn't going to end or be, was it going to end at five or begin at five?
1: I think it started at three. So Go probably ahead. end at five. So it's, Yeah. So. All right, cool. Well,
0: we're out. Thanks, guys. And I guess I'll see you here in about four minutes.